Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction. My name is Maureen Y. Smith, and as we continue on our goal of starting a new beginning this month, I hope you are gaining more ground in building a close and personal relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. I pray that you have been gaining more insight of how important communication is in our lives. And we have to be on guard to prevent the seeds and roots of miscommunication and misinterpretation from forming. As we have been tackling the first chapter, today we are going to uncover the last root that forms from the seeds of miscommunication and misinterpretation. Now, this root is the root of separation, and it exists because disobedience and listening to another voice other than God's voice continue to take place. Now, separation means to disconnect to keep apart by something intervening, to make a distinction between. And the scripture that I am using that deals with separation comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18. And it says, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can goodness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temples and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, Come out from them and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things, and I will welcome you. And I will be your father, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And again, that comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18. Now, the goal with the enemy is to try to create a disconnect with you and the people that you may be close to that gives you that positive support that you need. If he can get you isolated, where he can influence you in a negative manner, his plan starts to work. Now, as you start to wonder which direction to go into, as well as maybe who you should trust, your anxiety and also possibly your uncertainty causes you to jump at the very first sign of relief without seeking the advice and counsel of God. The enemy is excited to see you separated from your support team so that he can start giving you things to satisfy and fulfill the voids in your life. Now, although those things may provide a small amount of comfort, they can only give you temporary satisfaction. The things that he gives you satisfies the body physically, but God gives you things to satisfy your soul spiritually. As you continue to go down this path, you will start to believe the things that he tries to give you. 
your mind starts questioning the things that you have been told in the past as you start doing things in a more selfish approach. He's going to start whispering to you that you are better off without that positive support team. You really don't have to work hard to get what you want. You and only you are the source of your success. Now, you don't have to go to church and do all that kind of praying that they're doing over there. You should just believe with your eyes and not with your heart and spirit, otherwise called faith, and on and on and on. Don't believe the enemy's hype because he is going to fool you every single time. Now, what about you? Have you felt like this or maybe had this type of mindset that the enemy tries to plant in you? Let's go ahead and take a look at another scripture. It's in Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 through 21 that says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. And this is a scripture that continues to show you to be aligned under what God wants for you and not what the enemy is trying to trick you with to make you see things just for selfish pleasures. Let's now look at the example again with Adam and the woman for the final result of the enemy's plan of destruction with the seeds and roots of miscommunication and misinterpretation. So we are back at Genesis chapter 3 verses 20 through 24. And it says, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also, and to his wife, Did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them? And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Now, from these scriptures, you can see that if Adam had put forth his hand and had eaten from the tree of life, he would live forever and no good and evil. Now, he had already disobeyed once, and the Lord God didn't want to have to keep dealing with that, I'm sure. The Lord God even said that he has become as one of us, which was not what he had created Adam to be. The Lord God had created Adam to seek him and to have a relationship with him. Because of Adam's disobedience, the tree of life needed to be protected. Now, they had everything And Adam and Eve made the conscious choice to be disobedient to God on the one thing, the one thing that he told them not to do. And as a result, Adam and Eve were sent out of the Garden of Eden. Because man knew good and evil, it was probably safe to say that they wouldn't seek God. 
especially when they had hid from the Lord God initially. Remember, God had asked them, where art thou? And they said that they had hid because they were naked. And he said, who told thee that thou was naked? So their selfishness and their freedom to choose would start to get the best of them. As we saw from the consequences yesterday, Adam and Eve would not have everything at their fingertips and would have to work hard to meet their needs. God was still with them, but there was a separation in their communication with the Lord God. They had to work at restoring their relationship with him. They didn't suffer a physical death at that moment, but they did suffer a spiritual death and would eventually suffer a physical death too, as we know down the road. Now, as you start this new beginning this month, it becomes necessary for you to be able to recognize the enemy's trickery and deception in your life. He waters his seed and develops his roots by the negative thoughts that he continues to place in your mind, which causes you to react negatively and handle things selfishly. The more you think about you, the more he continues to water the root. Unfortunately, it is not until you feel that you have failed or hit rock bottom that you seek or even cry out to God. Most of the time, we all seek God as a last result after everything is pretty much kind of blown up in our faces. Or when life is in such a turmoil and our backs are maybe against the wall that we feel that we need help, especially God's help. What we all have to understand is that God doesn't want things to get at that level. God will guide us into the path that we need to be on, even when it is long and hard, but it will be worth the journey of it. Matthew chapter 7 verses 13 through 14 says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Let's take a look at that scripture again. So think about this. Wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many people who are going in that direction. Now, the narrow gate, the gate that is difficult, and the gate which leads to life there are few that find that particular gate. God wants you to follow the path of life, eternal life, and not the path of destruction. He wants you to have a close and personal relationship with him where you are taking that time to talk to him, to listen to him, and to spend time with him. Now, let me ask you, have you created an appointment time with him each day where you know it is a time that has been set aside specifically for you and God? Are you able to stay committed to it? Always know that the enemy will always try to distract you so that you can fill up your calendar so that you will miss your time with God. He is going to make sure that you will always stay busy when your appointment time comes up. So just be aware and conscious of that. So how do we destroy and uproot the seeds 
and roots that the enemy has planted in us with the seeds and roots of miscommunication and misinterpretation. Now, tomorrow, we're going to actually talk about the new seed, which is God's seed of survival. And that seed is actually called the seed of truth. And so it's that seed that God plants in us to uproot these first seeds of miscommunication and misinterpretation. Now, before I close, if you would like to get even more insight and guidance to live this life of abundance that God wants you to have, you can go to my website at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com where you can purchase the books at a 20% discount along with free shipping. There's going to also be some free gifts and a signed copy of the book. Now, as I've mentioned before, I only sign the book. I do not sign the workbook because that's your own personal journey. So if by chance you do not want me to sign a copy of your book, just let me know by sending me an email at conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. Also, both books, especially the workbook, has even more information in it, such as the reflection statements and specific scriptures for you to memorize that pertain to the seeds and roots so that you can hear God's voice. So please continue to join me this week as we continue to see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we conquer the seeds of destruction. Thanks and have a great and blessed day. Bye bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.